Okay, guys, I am finally recording this episode that y'all have been asking me for for months. Um, I, I got so many DMs about this topic, and I hesitated to talk about it because it's not something that I feel like I am an expert on, and I don't tend to share information if I don't feel really confident that I have a great insight or a great tool or something that can help you guys. I never want to just talk about something just to talk about it, but I keep getting the requests and so I'm taking it on and you're probably going to laugh when you hear the topic that I don't feel comfortable teaching on and that is the fear of success. I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and the free information I found on the internet. In the 15 years that I've been building and scaling my company, I have become deeply passionate about helping other entrepreneurs to do the same. So each week, I'll be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life and your business. This is the Rise Podcast. I don't know. Maybe you're laughing right now. Any of my friends who are listening to this are like, yep, that is definitely not something that I struggle with. Um, I just, it's not. To be totally honest, I'm going to say this sounds so dumb, but to be totally honest with you, before someone asked me this question, it never occurred to me that people might be afraid of success. So I was at a conference the first time that a woman raised her hand and asked me this. And I, I just remember kind of like looking at her going like, oh, shoot, I don't even know how to answer this and I want to do a good job. But this is just not something that I have worried about. And I was able to dig a bit deeper with her and kind of understand where her fears came from. And that is how I came up with the content for today's episode was I did a lot of talking to the individuals who were asking me those questions. And I dug a little deeper to understand what their fears actually were. Because I think sort of People sum it up and say, oh, I'm afraid of success. And it's like, well, are you afraid of success or are you afraid of the unknown? Are you afraid of success or are you afraid of leaving your sister behind? Are you afraid of success or are you afraid that you're an imposter and you don't deserve any of this? So there are always root causes for why we are afraid of what we're afraid of. And today I want to dig into this idea of being afraid of succeeding. And maybe that's something that totally makes sense to you and maybe you don't get it at all, but I still feel like there's some juicy nuggets in this conversation for all of us, including me. As I started to do research, I was like, oh, I actually have that one right there. I wouldn't call it a fear of success, but that's definitely a, a feeling that I have when I look to the future. So for better or for worse, the gal who has never been afraid of succeeding is going to now do an episode on why you have a fear of success. Because the answer to getting around anything, the key to figuring out what you need to move forward is knowing why. 
why do you have this fear? And once you know why, and you can figure out where that is grounded in, then you can decide what you are going to do in order to make change. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. Once you know why you feel a certain way, then you can figure out what will help you get past it. So here we go. I have four reasons why I think people are afraid of success. Let's see if any of these apply to you. The first one is a fear of change or a fear of the unknown. A fear of change or a fear of the unknown. So maybe for you, that looks like you don't feel like life has been that great. And if you achieved this goal, if you got to this place in success, whatever that looks like in your head, for some of us, that's business, for some of us, that's health, for some of us, that's finances, for some of us, that's a relationship, you know that things would have to change in order for you to have that success. And maybe it's conscious and maybe it's subconscious, but the idea of making change scares most people. The idea of the unknown, like at least I know what I'm experiencing right now. I, I, I find this so fascinating. For so many humans, they will choose their current discomfort. They will stick in their place of not not living joyfully, not thriving, not having energy, not because at least this is discomfort that they know. People will cling to the thing they know even if that thing sucks because at least at least I know how to get around this. Success, man, that might be something for you where you're like I don't know, I don't know what that's going to be like. And in some ways it would be better but in other ways, maybe it would be worse because I don't know how to manage that. And so what I want to challenge you on today is, are you afraid of the unknown? Because success in any area of your life is always going to be in a place you've never been before. Do you get that? Like even if right now you're doing great, if you want to level up, like a Sierra song, level up, level up, level up. Like if you want to level up in your life, it is always going to mean pushing yourself into an area where you do not know the terrain, where you do not know what's coming next, where you do not know how hard it's going to be. That is what success looks like. It's the price of admission, y'all. The price of admission is I don't know what this is going to be like on the other side of this mountain, but I'm willing to take on the climb. So if that is you and you have a fear of success because you just feel nervous and anxious about the unknown, you've got to be really careful because you will unintentionally self-sabotage. The story I can tell you about this from my own career, uh, you might have read about it in Girl Stop Apologizing, but I'll just, I'll tell you a little bit. Um, my company was hovering right under a million dollars in revenue for years. For years and years, it was hovering just, just below where I wanted it to be. And I was so passionate about the idea of like, man, I really, I want to make a million dollars in revenue in a calendar year. I had heard a podcast where a woman talked about the fact that only 2% 
listen to me, only 2% of female entrepreneurs will ever have a business that makes more than a million dollars in revenue in a year. And I heard that stat and I was like, oh, it's on. Like mama is about to do this. But even the desire to do it wasn't enough. And so the first year I get close, but I don't, and I don't mean the first year in business. I mean the first year that I tried to level up. Um, I get close, but I don't get there. And I'm like, okay, whatever, next year. And I try again. And I get close, but, you know, now I'm in like 800,000 range, but not close to a million. And, and then I'm like, okay, but this year, third time's a charm. Go for it get up into the, you know, 900, but still can't hit a million dollars. And for some of you, maybe you hear that and you think that sounds crazy. Like a million dollars sounds so crazy. But if you are in business, you're going to understand. Like if you if you've built a bigger business or you work in a bigger business, you'll understand. If you can make $900,000, you can make a million. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, they're really in in the business setting. If you figured out which levers to pull, the marketing plan, the audience to make 900,000, you can get to a million. So third year in a row, I get close, but don't get there. And I was so bummed out and so disappointed. And then I was listening to like literally every story of my life is I was listening to a podcast, but I was listening to a podcast and they talked about this thing that happens in business where you will unintentionally self-sabotage. You will sabotage your business because you're at a financial threshold that feels so big, your mind can't even process it. Like the level of success feels so big that you don't even know how you would get to that place. This was me 100%. And I had to do so much work to figure out how to get past the psychology that told me that a million dollars was not something that I could get to. I mean, I grew up, we grew up without, I mean, y'all, I, where are my people at who grew up without any money, who, you know, your family struggled so hard financially, the idea of like shopping at Target, forget Target, like Walmart would have been the fanciest thing in the world. Like we were shopping at Goodwill. We had hand-me-downs from other people like the idea of being in a place where I could make for my company a million dollars, that's not how much I take home, but that my company could make a million dollars, I think was on a certain level just beyond what I knew. And I believe that I unintentionally sabotaged by not pushing myself as hard as I could have because at least down here with like, you know, my 700,000, my 800,000, at least down there, I know how to manage this amount. Like I've proven to myself that I can manage this amount of money and the team required. But once, I mean, but a million, I don't know what that's going to be. And so I think for years I self-sabotaged by taking my foot off the gas instead of pushing harder. And once I started doing work to figure out how to be stronger mentally about being a leader and where I was taking my business to, man, it changed everything. But the first step was understanding why I was doing it. And the reason I was doing it was because I was terrified of the unknown. And, you know, there's that old John Wayne quote that courage isn't the absence of fear. Courage is being afraid, but moving forward anyway. 
And if you know in your heart that you are destined for something more, your business is destined for something more, your family is destined for something more, then you're going to have to find courage. Sometimes, you know, in a perfect world, we've got the faith in ourselves to move forward even when we lack evidence. And sometimes faith isn't there. And if you are struggling with a lack of faith in yourself, then find some freaking courage. Put on like, put on whatever, I was going to say your big girl pants, but I hate when people say that and I am so mad at myself that it came out of my mouth. Put on whatever you need to put on. For me, like it's a ball cap with a skeleton on it. Like put on something that makes you feel strong and brave. Maybe it's some hip hop music. Maybe it's some worship music. Just something and find the courage to move forward. Because dude, you have figured it out, right? Everything in your life, you figured out up until this point. And the success, you'll figure that out too. So stop letting the fear of the unknown keep you from the beautiful possibility that's in front of you. The second reason that I think people are afraid of success, and by the way, if you are listening to this podcast and you are feeling it and you are like, dang, this is exactly what I needed today, I'm going to need you to take a screenshot and put it on Instagram and tag me, hashtag Rise Podcast, and tell me like what really resonated with you, what you love, tell your peeps like this is the jam. Uh, I'm so appreciative of our listeners, but if it's helpful to you, it's always really helpful to me if you tell other people that it's out there. So second thing that you are holding back on the success is a fear of leaving them, and you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes around the word them, a fear of leaving them further behind. So the very first gal who asked me this question, I was at a conference, when I started to dig a bit deeper with her where the fear of success had come from, it was her sister. That was like the root of everything was her sister really struggled in a lot of ways. She struggled emotionally. She struggled financially. And this woman had, for the entirety of her life, basically helped her sister. Like she was the one who supported their best friends and she had gotten involved in this business. It was a direct sales company that I was speaking to. So she had gotten involved in this business and had started to see great success with it. But the more successful she became, the more time and intention she devoted to the business, like most people, right? And she started getting that pushback from her sister of like, I never see you anymore, or I just feel like you care so much about this business, or it started out with these small little jabs and then became bigger and bigger, like, oh, you're you're just obsessed with money and you're in this for the wrong reasons. And the sister kept pressuring her more and more. And the woman, she's telling me the story, she's sobbing for, for all the reasons, right? And I'm sure that some of you who are listening to this, you have your version of this woman's sister. Maybe for you, it's your husband. Maybe for you, it's your wife. Maybe for you, it's your mom or your mother-in-law or your friends who are telling you things. They're whispering things in your ear. They're not supportive. They're, they're making you second guess what you're doing. And so on some level, you think 
man, if I got even bigger, if this business did even better, if our family got even stronger, if our marriage was even more whole, whatever, they're gonna struggle even more. And this kind of manifests in two ways. One is you have those people in your life who are just like straight up talking crap, right? They're, they're, they're absolutely trying to hold you back because there's something about your success. There's something about you pushing yourself to the next place. There's something about your personal development that reminds them that they're stuck, Like you doing you, you growing as a person makes them, you're not rubbing it in their face, but it makes them mindful of the fact that they're still in that same place. And so some people see others doing something great and they get motivated. They're like, well, dang, I want to run a 10K. Like I want to do what Sarah's doing. I want to see what Becky's up to. Like I want to try that. Some people get motivated. Other people try and sabotage you because it makes them uncomfortable. And I don't even think that most of these people are intentionally sabotaging. I think they're just scared and so they say things or act in certain ways that they know will slow you down. They do things to distract you. So that's one That's one group of our family and friends who – They feel uncomfortable about where you're going. It reminds them where they're still at. And so they try and slow you down. The other kind is when you have a family member or a friend that maybe isn't even questioning your choices, you just feel a sense of guilt about the fact that you're leaving them behind. You feel a sense of guilt about moving to a new city for this great job opportunity because it means that you're not going to be near your parents anymore. You feel a sense of guilt because you're making great money and your brother and his family are not. You feel these things. It's not necessarily the family who's doing it. You have this narrative in your head that says, If they can't have it, if we all can't succeed, then none of us should. If that is you, then I want you to think about the fact that you are making up this narrative. So there's there are people who absolutely will try and slow us down. And I, you know, I go into this in depth in Girl Stop Apologizing, this idea that you have to keep moving forward. And not in a way that's antagonistic and not in a way that's a shrew and not shoving it in their face. You just put your head down and you do the work. You let them think what they want, say what they want. It doesn't affect you because you know your purpose so intensely that you're not going to overthink it. But if you're the latter, if you're the person who the family isn't even saying it to you, you're just making up the story in your head that you're a bad daughter or sister or friend or wife if you try and pursue more because it means you're leaving them behind, that's work you have to do on yourself. Nobody's putting that on you. And and furthermore, you are worth more. They're worth more too. But if they're not going to choose to move forward, that's not on you. You are worth trying. You are worth the effort. You are worth the work. The dream, the goal that you have in your heart 
You're worth it. So you've got to act like it. And that means that even if everybody else can't come along too, you're going to still move forward. Look, the things that I have been able to do for my family and my friends because of my level of success are not even in the same hemisphere as what I would have been able to contribute to them if I was still stuck 10 years ago, disliking myself, drowning in anxiety, so healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, feeling like I was a bad mom. Like if I was still that woman, I wouldn't have been able to do like the smallest amount of what I can do for my family now. So maybe you need to flip that script. Maybe it's like, hey, I'm afraid that I'm going to leave them behind. And maybe the script needs to be, do you know what I'll be able to do for this family when I become the person that I meant to be? But don't let a fear of them and leaving them behind stop you from moving forward. The third reason that I think people fear success is imposter syndrome. You maybe feel like, and if you're not familiar with imposter syndrome, there's so many books, you can Google it, you can dig in, but basically the idea is like, who am I? Who am I to have this? Who am I to have this success? If people really knew who I was, no way would they want to be in business with me. No way would they want to listen to me speak. No way would they listen to a podcast or read a book or do it like, like you feel like you're an imposter within whatever success that you've experienced. And honestly, it could be anything. It could be like my relationship is is going so great but you feel like you're an imposter because you didn't come out of a family life that set you up for a great relationship. And so you've decided that, you know, if if anyone looks under the hood, they're going to find out the truth, which is that you don't deserve to be here. The imposter syndrome thing is a, again, it's like this, this fear that keeps us from being who, not even who we're meant to be, but who we already are. I think for me, uh, I, I don't I don't really struggle with a feeling of imposter syndrome for this reason. I have worked so freaking hard to get where I am. And still to this day, every day, I am working so hard. And I'm not working hard to stay here. I'm working hard to continue to grow and become a better version of myself. And so that's what I cling to. And I bring that up because I'm hoping that that idea would be helpful for y'all. If you feel like, who am I, or I don't deserve this, or I shouldn't be here, or they're going to find me out, ground yourself in the idea of what you've done to get here. The only people who would truly be imposters are someone who like, you know, I don't know, your your parents were super wealthy, you never worked a day in your life, and then on your 35th birthday, they were like, congratulations, you are the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. 
that person is an imposter. And and by the way, even if they are an imposter, I still believe fundamentally that anybody can become whoever they want to be. So even that like trust fund baby could find a way to be an incredible leader. So so no matter what it is you're telling yourself, it's it's crap. If you are drowning in this fear of like, I'm an imposter, I should not be here, you need to remind yourself. Maybe you take out a piece of paper and you just write free form, don't think about it, don't question it. Write all of the reasons, like write what you did to get here. What did you do to deserve this? How hard did you work for this moment? You're not an imposter. You're a hustler. You worked for this. And what a what an awful, horrible way to go through life, to have achieved something, whatever it is, you achieved something, and you can't even enjoy it or appreciate it because you're so beating yourself up that you don't deserve it. You like don't even realize why you deserve to be where you are. So think through this one. If 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 you are feeling like you know, I don't they're going to find me out any minute and all of this is going to go away. I mean that that's a really easy way to sort of feel. Like if you have a fear like all of this is going to go away, it's because you are not grounding yourself in the reality of what it took to get you here. You are not like floating in the like you didn't ascend to this height, whatever it looks like in your life or your business. You didn't get to this place because you know, like someone lifted you up in the air. You got to this place because you built a foundation that raised you high enough to be where you are. You've got a firm foundation underneath your feet. Stop telling yourself that it's all going to go away tomorrow. It can't go away tomorrow. You would actually have to try to break it all apart. Like you would actually have to to do the work to destroy everything, which people have done. I mean, certainly self-sabotage is very real. But just know that you deserve to be here. Where you are, you've built to this place. And maybe, maybe you're not as far as you want to be. Great. Neither am I. Every single day I wake up, I'm going to get a chance to try again. And so are you. So be mindful of how hard you've worked and don't buy into the lie that you don't deserve this or it's not for you or you're not woman enough or man enough to be. No, you have everything you need, Dorothy. Like you have always had the ruby slippers, right? Do not buy into the myth that this is not meant for you. This is 100% meant for you. That's why the dream won't leave your heart. The last reason that people fear success, I think, I'm sure there are more, but these are these were mine, um, is, the, and this is the one that I said, I was like, oh yeah, that's me. And I've talked about this more and more when I've done keynotes recently because I think when you are a high achiever, now this is interesting, so fear of success, but this one's specifically for the people who have achieved something and they're aware of what they've achieved, I think... There is a fear of success because you know how hard it was to get here. You know how hard you had to work. You know what this took. You know the effort. You know the time. 
If you're like me, you know the 15 years it took you to get here. And that's what, that's why I understand this one so well is, you know, guys, I'm someone who has spent my career encouraging people to reach for more, encouraging people to try and do the next thing or, you know, what does it look like or where are we going or all of that stuff, right? So for me, I went through a really interesting Like the end of 2018, beginning of 2019 was a very interesting time for me. I had achieved a level of success that even I could not have imagined. Like me, the little girl who's been trying, you know, her whole life to prove herself, to build a business, to build a brand, to become a great speaker, become a great writer, I got to the end of 2018 and my success had surpassed my vision for my life. My success had surpassed the vision I had for my life. And when that happened, I felt rudderless. I felt scared and unsure, and I didn't know what to do next because my vision had been like one of the defining elements of who I am as a person. My dreams and my goals, like that is who I am. And all of a sudden, I don't have, I don't even know what to aim for because I achieved, you know, all I, I, my big thing was like, I want to be a, a New York Times bestseller. And then all of a sudden I have a book, I make the list and I'm so proud. And it was so amazing. And I just want to make the list. And I made the list and then it went to number one and then it just kept selling more and more. And I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm so grateful for it. But I don't know if y'all have ever had something in your life where you, you experience a bit of success in any area. Like, honestly, think about like, if you never had success in a relationship and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, everything's clicking. I'm so connected with this person. I love them so much. And then everything in you is like, put the foot on the gas pedal. Holy crap. I don't know what this is. I don't know. And you like freak out. And for me, I don't I don't know about you guys, but for me, my like instinct was don't move. Don't do anything. Just like stay afloat, right? Just tread water because I I'm, you know, I don't even know what's going on and I don't and I don't want to do anything wrong with all of this new success that I'm having, but I'm not sure what to do. And so I felt so, I felt really lost in that time period and super black. I, I prayed for months, like for months and months, like, Lord, I do not know what to do with this feeling and I do not know what to do next. I, I prayed for someone to talk to. Like, I just, please, God, if there's someone that you could send me that could talk me through this time, I would, it would be everything. And, um... I'm so blessed in that I've had so many people reach out and be great mentors and, you know, John Maxwell and Brendan Burchard. But the person who really helped me through this time and who really gave me the first kind of step of where I needed to go was Ed Milet. Uh, He and I had become sort of Instagram friends and he was like, hey, let's let's get on the phone. Let's talk through, you know, the way you're feeling and what you're struggling with because he's coached a ton of people. And 
his advice was because he's coached so many athletes and this happens pretty often for athletes in that they have wild success and they kind of don't know what to do now. And Ed's advice was dream a bigger dream. That simple. Dream a bigger dream. And I don't know if you ever had a moment where someone tells you something and you're just like everything sort of clicks into place and maybe it's the simplest thing you've ever heard in your life. But for me, I was like, oh, that's it. So having a North Star, having somewhere to go is a huge part of me. And I knew that he was right. But also knowing that he was right doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to have the tools or the idea about what that looks like next. So for me, the first step was knowing what I needed to do. I need to dream a bigger dream. But this is where this fear of success comes in for me and maybe for some of you who are high achievers. In order to dream a bigger dream, I knew slash know how much effort that's going to take. Like I know how hard that's going to be. Because when you are already operating at a high level, when you've already achieved so much, every inch is a mile. Because to level up when you're at the top of the mountain, like what are you going to do now, fly? Like <laughs> it's so difficult. And so I think it's not a fear of success so much as it is, oh man, I know exactly how much this is going to suck. I know exactly what this is going to take. Back at the beginning of the race, you don't know. You might have some idea, but you don't actually know how hard it's going to be. And so when you are, when you've got into a bigger place, when you've built something big, you know, those of you who own a business or have a team or you know what it took to get here. And so you know that if you aimed for more success, you know how hard that'll be. And that to me, I don't know if that's going to resonate with other people. I feel like there's there's got to be some achievers in this group that are going to get that. But for me, that decision to reach for something more when I already feel like it took so much effort to get here, the thing that the catalyst that I needed to make the decision to push for more was like, this is who I am. This is who I am. Every single part of me, every single part of what I've built, my business, everything is based on the idea that I will continue to reach for a better version of me. And so maybe you need that reminder today. You didn't get to this place. You didn't get to the mountaintop because you wanted to live a life like everybody else. You didn't get here because you were happy being comfortable or staying stagnant. You got here because deep inside of you, fundamentally, this is who you are. And if you have achieved success and you're feeling rudderless right now and you're not sure what to do, I think it's because you need to dream a bigger dream. You need to reach for something more. And is it going to be hard? Yeah, it's going to be hard. But that never scared you before. Is it going to be tough? 100%. But you're tough. Like, are you, is it? Yeah, it's going to be all those things. 
And you are going to be so much stronger and better. You're going to be more capable of all of these things because, because you pushed yourself for something more. So if that's your fear right now, you're not alone. But friend, that's also not a good excuse. You know it, right? Like what got you here will not get you there. And you want to get there. So stop being afraid of the work and start doing the work. That's what it looks like. Look, as humans, we can make up a fear about anything. And I just want to be really clear on that. Make up a fear. Like you made up a fear. You made this up so you can destroy it. You created this fear so you can make it go away, but you have to choose it. A fear of success is, oh, I love you, but like the dumbest thing in the world. Like it is holding you back from the life you could have. It's holding you back from the business you could build. It's holding you back from the family, the relationship, the finances that you know you are capable of achieving. So stop buying in to this fear because it's not serving you. Make a decision. Do the work. And if you're afraid of it, who cares? Be afraid and be successful anyway.